Life Podcasts presents Son of a Son, a podcast about how being better men can help us raise better kids. You know, Tyler's incident at the age of four, um, she was diagnosed with a massive brain tumor. Mm. And it was a strange experience. I was sitting with Mikasa, we were in international departures, heading off to Mozambique. Mm. And a phone, my phone rang and my wife was on the other side and she said, Tyler had a fall, she was dizzy. Um, and I've got her at the hospital, they've just done a brain scan and there's a massive brain tumor. Wait, wait, where were you, bro? In international departures. So we had gone through immigration, we were sitting... In Mars? In South Africa. Okay. Luckily still in South Africa, yeah. but waiting to get onto the plane. Wow. And uh, I was sitting next to Jay when I took the phone call. Yeah. And... Um, he just looked at me and my eyes just filled with water. I'm like, bro, bro, I gotta go. Hi, my name is Khabul Lugora and my guest today is Donovan Thorne, good friend of mine. He's a DOP, director of photographer, has done so much in television, man. And the conversation today is just about energy and respect in your house. We're doing it again. This is a podcast about being a dad because I'm a dad talking with other dads. And uh, today is uh, another special one. Um, I'm sitting across one dude that uh, I've known probably for the past four, four years. Yeah. Um, man, I have learned a ton load from this dude. We, we both share similar experiences in, in who we've worked with. But let me just tell you who this guy is. His name is Donovan Thorne. He is a DOP. He oh, DOP. Let me just DOP's director of photographer. He shoots a lot. Uh and he used to be Mikasa's uh photographer. Uh and then I came. Uh he just passed on the the baton, for like a better word. Uh What's up, Don? I'm good. How What's good up, to bro? See you, bro, man. It's been good. It's been you a know? while, but we've seen each other. So it's yeah, good. yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's been a while, bro. Yeah, yeah. And and one of the reasons I passed the baton is because I became a dad. Is it? <laughs> you know? Really? Yeah, bro. You know, you spend time with the fam. Yeah. And uh, it was time to move on, and you took over, and it was a. Uh, and then I became a dad. And then you became a dad. Shoot, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. How long have you been a dad, bro? Um, Tyler is 10 years old. So 10 years. Sure, my eldest. Um, and Blake, my son, is seven. So how old were you when you had Tyler? Bro, I'm 42. So I was 32, yeah? Yeah, yeah good age. 32, good age. Yeah. Uh, mature age. I think in the right space to have children. Sure. To be able to look after them, you know? Wow. Yeah. And so I'm assuming... When we met, Tyler was f- five, six years old. Yes, no, she, yeah, she was yeah, exactly. She, yeah, she would have been five or six. Yeah, um, and that was probably two years after the incident. Yes, I remember the incident? Yes, yeah, which also sort of led me to separating um, my ties with Mikasa mm. and, and handing over the baton. Mm. Um, you know, Tyler's incident at the age of four, um, she was diagnosed with a massive brain tumor. Mm. And um, and it was a strange experience. I was sitting with Mikasa. We were in international departures, heading off to Mozambique. Mm. And a phone, my phone rang, and my wife was on the other side. And she said, "Tyler had a fall. She was dizzy." Um, 
and I've got it at the hospital. They've just done a brain scan, and there's a massive brain tumor. Freaking heck, bro. Wait, wait, where were you, bro? In international departures. So we had gone through immigration. We were sitting... In Mars. In South Africa. Okay. Luckily still in South Africa, but waiting to get onto the plane. Wow. And uh, I was sitting next to Jay when I took the phone call. Yeah. And um, he just looked at me, and my eyes just filled with water. I'm like... Bro. Bro, I got to go. And he's oh, like, my word, yeah. Bro. And he was like, whatever it is, it's fine. Just go. And, um, and that was, sure, yeah, I, that, I can't even imagine, bro. Yeah. I, it was, yeah, it was a tough one, man. It was a tough and one. And I mean, like, I, I think when, when, when I was starting to join Mikasa, I was, I was catching up with the story because it was, it was during the time when like she was getting better and, you know, like the big. I remember I was just trying to find what, like, what was, what was, what was the hashtag again? Tyler believe. Tyler believe. Yeah. And I was just trying to catch up with how what the story was, and I saw like the biggest thing was this community, bro. Like, like I just saw like a whole lot of people just like rallying up behind yeah. you guys as a family, bro. That was really special. Yeah, man. it was insane. It was like the support that we got was really incredible, and it was it's like such a. It was a strange experience to live through. And I, and I think it must be this. I mean, I've lived through it mm, so, mm, and we've seen the other side and it's been a great outcome. Sure. You know? And I think it happens. It often happens that it's not always a great outcome. Yes. But the people that rally around mm. you, that support you and um, that come together, it's mind blowing, you know? Yeah. It really is mind blowing. So how's it been, bro? Like, so I, I, I now, when you passed on the better, <laughs> I literally became a dad a few months after that. Yes. So like, it's just ironic. Um, and I know that like, you know, the travel life was just in, like, it was, it was intense. Yes. I remember like, like people were like, I'm like, guys, why is Don leaving? Like mm. I, I genuinely asked everyone. I was just like, why, why did they mm. like, bro, the traveling and the time yeah. consumption was, is real. And he wanted to be present with his kids and mm. his family. Mm. You know, when they said that, I was like, what am I walking into? <laughs> yes, 100%. because I'm like I'm gonna be a new, I'm I'm becoming a new, I'm a new dad, yeah. like, and was just, I was just like okay, then I need to manage this a lot better. Yes. Like I mean, and that's when like I also like at some point my wife met uh, Michelle, and I remember like she was just like he's traveling a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you, and then it was just like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, real. It's real. It's real. You forget. You forget what your bed feels like. You know. You know what I mean. You know. Yeah. I think like in that first, in that first year, I was just like, what in the world? Like it was just a flip on time. Yes. But it was great, and I mean, I learned a lot, man. I mean, so now you're you're a dad of two. I'm a dad of two. I'm a dad of four. <laughs> You're brave, man. Bro, you know, I, I mean, like, 10 years in, bro, mm. I, my, like, my, my oldest, my son is, like, four years old, and I'm just like, yeah, like, I can't imagine how he's going to be in 10 years, like, in, in six years when yes. he's 10. Yeah. I, like, how's the journey been for you, like, 10 years in, like, do you feel like, you know, you're getting into the groove of things? <laughs> I don't know if you would ever get into the no, groove you of things. actually don't. Especially if you've got a daughter, because they're, like... I mean, they're little girls, yeah. but they quickly become young ladies. Sure. You know, quickly become young ladies. So the things that they say, the way that they respond, mm. um, the emotions, um, they are so on top of things nowadays. So 10-year-olds are not 10-year-olds like when we were 10-year-olds. Yeah, bro. 
Um, You're scaring it, me. Yeah, I have like three goats. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got something coming. Justice. You got something coming. Yeah. yeah. So the journey is incredible. Yeah. You know, having a daughter is the best thing any dad could ever wish for. Yeah. You know? I saw I saw your Insta story today. Yes. Or you're like, I want to paraphrase it, but you're just like, the best thing that could ever happen to a man is for him to have a daughter because he's going to experience a ton load more of emotions that he could have never experienced. Exactly. In his life. That's correct. How's that Correct. been for you as a dude, bro? It is. It's the young girls soften you. Your daughters soften you. They can bring you to a place where you are so emotional and so lovable and so like you would do anything for a daughter, you know. Mm. And um, it's just, it's a it's the, it's an awakening every now and then. Yeah. You know, you walk into into I walk home and then I mean I walk into the house and it's, it's Blake's there and Tyler's there and and Blake's cool and he's he plays and he wants to do boy stuff. Mm. But Tyler will come and sit on my lap and you know hug me and say hi dad how are you I missed you mm. like thanks for being the best dad ever and for everything that you do for us. And Jeepers it's like bro. it's deep. Yeah. You know? So a daughter will yeah, she'll bring tears to your eyes. Yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll go there. there. Yeah. Boys will avoid that. <laughs> they'll be like, Dad, make me a paper plate. Yes, let's yes, like, yes, yeah, let's yeah. bounce or kick the ball around. Yeah, I feel like you. That. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Bro, and I yeah. mean like I've the the little amount of times that I've been to your place, bro, I, like there's just there's a vibe, bro, yeah. of like it's serene. I think that's the best way I could put it. Yes. And I know that you work you're very intentional about creating an atmosphere in your house that is just peaceful, joyful, yes. very positive. But I know that you also like, you prioritize that, like taking time away with the family. Yes. Like that's something that I, I really, really genuinely struggle with. Like yeah. it's a big thorn in my flesh for like, how is that for you? Like, what does it do for you mentally? With your kids, with yeah. your with your wife, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, taking time out, I think, is so important to everyone. We were we were blessed. We bought a beautiful stand out of town a couple of years ago, a good couple of years ago, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, but we built a dream house. I, I built a house from scratch. I built a space that I wanted to feel like when I go home at night, it's not suburbia, it's not traffic. Uh -huh. um, it needs to feel like me and my little family are in our space where we can just be with each other. Uh -huh. um, and, and that's great. It's nice doing that. But taking kids out of that space sometimes and, and, and experiencing things. Uh -huh. um, I've got a friend that's borrowed me a 1967 caravan. Uh -huh. And it's the smallest little retro sure. caravan. And the best thing is just to hook this caravan and just go, go somewhere. Yeah, you know, And the kids love that. They uh -huh. just want to run around barefoot and um, and just share that space together where you feel comfortable and, and kids can be kids and it's just the best thing, right? And I mean, you know, I, bro, daily, I'm, I, I, like I, I go, I see your stories, bro, and I mm. know that a big thing for you is just like a great mental space. Yes. It's very important very to important. you. I, you don't say it, but I can see it in what, in what, you, yes. in what you're talking about. Like, and I think like, you know, just mental health mm. is, I mean, now a lot of people are, are talking about it, which is really great. Mm. Um, but I still, it's not enough mm. uh, to the extent of men being free in whatever circles that they are yeah. to admit that they're not okay. Yeah. You know, like, did you, have you, obviously to be positive, you might've experienced some negatives. Like how, like, has that, why is that the thing, such a thing for you? Like, did you experience anything in that space 
that made you feel like, nah, you know what? I really do want to prioritize this in my life. Yeah, I think after Tyler's um, tumor diagnosis and Blake's got his own story, yes. um, which we can also touch on if you want. He's, he, um, he was born with a brachial plexus injury. So he's basically got a, a paralyzed left arm mm. um, from birth yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then developed a severe scoliosis. Um, which requires surgery every six months. Yeah. Uh, probably for the next six years. See, bro, your boy is so brave. Yeah. Man. I just... <laughs> Blake. Man. Yeah. Yeah, brave man. Blake. Yeah. Um, and Michelle and I sat down and we were talking about why we found, like, we were surrounded by so much stress and so much anxiety. Yes. And it's all revolving around our kids. Yes. Um, and why do parents, why do the two of us have to be going through this First with Tyler, and uh, then Tyler was, you know, she was sure. in the clear, and she's like, it's yeah. all good. And then Blake's incident, and, yeah. and dealing with Blake's for the next six years, possibly. Yeah. Um, that we need to create a space and an energy in the house that is constantly one of acknowledging positivity, feeling positive vibes, smiling, saying good morning to each other in the morning, sure. um, and making like rituals, habits of these yes. sorts of things. Things that make you feel happy. What is it that makes you feel happy? Get up in the morning. We open the curtains first thing. We open the window. We get fresh air and take a deep breath. Going to the kids, sitting down on the bed with them, speaking to them for two minutes before they have breakfast in the morning uh -huh. and saying, how are you doing? How are things at school? Um, are you ready for today? Are there any stresses that you have? Uh, how are your friends? Are they treating you nicely? Do you, um, you know, can you communicate with your teacher? Are you, are you, able to say ma'am i don't understand the question or do you just sit still and not put your hand up because you don't want to embarrass yourself in front of friends and trying to create a space where we can communicate yeah. openly all the time bro such power man mm. such power because mm. i mean like for me um like i like we joburg bro mm. joburg in and of itself the culture and this the environment and and I'm glad that the fact that you live on the outskirts, mm. it kind of like creates that for you. You're not like in the hustle and bustle of everything in the city where sure. you're just in a rush for everything, yeah. trying to beat traffic and all that stuff. So yeah. like there's space to breathe and kind of prioritize. Like you said some one word, bro, mm. that kind of like really sits with me, which was habit. Mm. Like the habit of consistently doing that and being intentional about creating that environment yes. is a thing. Like I know like, the little that we do with our kids is like, and I said this in, a, in another session, I said like, we have what you call peak time traffic at home. Yeah. We know that like, kids are back at three o'clock, mm -hmm. so is my wife. Mm -hmm. um, between three and the time that they sleep at 7 p.m., that is their time. Yeah. That is the habit that we work at creating and the kind of like environment we create that we switch off. There's no emails, mm -hmm. there's no meetings, there's no proposals on my end that yeah. I'm working on. I'm present. I need yes. the same with her as well. Yes. Because they need to have that time and space where they can speak, they can engage, they yes. can air out their frustrations if they have any mm. at their age, which they do. Yeah, 100%. You know, 100%. Um, man. Yeah, yeah, man, I mean, like, I'm just sitting on that. Mm. I'm just like, also, I, I touched on it in another session that how, for me, mental health is a personal thing for mm. me because I struggled with it. Mm. I genuinely struggled with, I think, just what you're saying, like positive, like being positive. positive. Like, a, what's the word they say? Hey, your, your English is defeating me now. 
<laughs> but like there's this thing like just when when it comes to depression that they define that depression sometimes is like there's circumstances that really beat you down yeah you know and then there's um there's your own stresses that beat you down but then there's the chemical imbalances that also just they can really just throw you off and i think that's the one thing that in, in this whole conversation about mental health that isn't necessarily like talked about because you know everyone assumes that now nah, everyone is stressed everyone is depressed or suicidal just because they're going through stuff but sometimes you can't explain it yes absolutely you genuinely can't explain it and yeah. that's why like when you said habit it kind of like triggered me because mm. i was just like yo damn like actually like if i had the habits of doing what you did like just let in some light let in some air mm. and take it from there yeah. mentally it opens you up to just a lot better yeah and what you have to do in the day and mm -hmm. all of that stuff and i think like for dudes it's something that's not prioritized because we're just like yo i need to hustle i need to get on yes. it and that's it and it's like when i take care of myself is when i am de-stressing with the boys having a drink mm -hmm. in the club i'm being very stereotypical but there's not a lot of priority on just sit and breathe bro yeah, 100% just sit and breathe man i mean i, I say this i'm also still struggling with it mm. but i'm i'm getting there but i mean like when i look at you it's something that i re like when i i'm around you yeah. i know that mentally you're there bro yeah and i like i i can i feel that vibe man yeah and uh, what i found and it is like you said you have your 3 to 6 p.m. Chaos mm. usually yeah. in most households, so we got, we have the same problem. You know, it's you get home, it's homework. It's Michelle needs to cook dinner, or I have to cook dinner. Tyler's got studying, Blake's got homework, and he wants to play, and the kids want to swim, and and and. Mm. So it is you don't have usually have time then for the habit to create mm. a space that because it is chaotic. Every day is going to be different. Sure, but one constant that we have every single morning is that when the alarm goes off at quarter to six and the kids are still asleep or they're just waking up, it's the best time to catch them and create an, a space and create a habit and create a, yeah. a ritual. Sure. And if, if you do it a couple of months, it becomes the norm. It's just the same. It's the yeah. same thing every morning. But to walk in in the morning and when you do it the second week and your kids open their eyes and the first thing they do is smile rather than, Dad, I don't want to go to school today or uh. I didn't sleep well, it lightens the mood completely in the entire so, space. So now for you... As a man, mm. as a man, is what do you do for yourself? Um, that ritual in the morning helps me as much as it helps my family. Sure. Um, the fresh breath of yeah. air, um, you know, getting light into the house. Um, laugh, spending two minutes with the kids. Two minutes is nothing. Mm. But you'll be surprised that if you do two minutes every morning for a month, how much information you'll get from your children. Mm. It, you'll be surprised. Sure. You and then as you feel like obviously it has but i like that's possibly just helped a lot in mm. how you parenting your kids mm. because like you have that open communication with them so i mean bro there's a big question that i i, I genuinely sit with in all these sessions and mm. it's it's always interesting because everyone has a different perspective we don't all come from the same background sure. we all have different contexts but it's how do we in in where we are in our world in our society in our careers and all these things as a man mm. again you know how do we become better mm. as men yeah in your view man 
think it just everything in life revolves around respect. Huh. Um, and it starts with respecting yourself and then it revolves around respecting the few people that you live with in your house and then from there respecting the people beyond that. And a respect is a small thing, like it's a smile, it's a hello, it's a greet, but giving someone that positive energy and the recognition, True. Um, it, it can change someone. Whether it might, might might not be your day today, but it might be your day tomorrow. Sure. Where you just need that positive. Um, I don't know if it's making sense. I, you know what, Ned? <laughs> what you're saying, I've seen you do it because I practice it. Yeah, That's, because like I, now I'm, I'm remembering the first time we actually met. We met on set. It was yeah, it was five years ago mm-hmm. when when Jay something was doing his television show. Yes. Remember? Yes. And I was yes. doing behind the scenes yes. photography on that set. And bro, you were possibly the most respectful guy that I've saw. Like, I think sometimes the film industry is sometimes seen as like, like there's bravado just all over the place. And, but you were neutralizing it, bro. Mm. Like, and I mean, like I was just observing because it was my first time on set and sure. all these things. I'm just figuring things mm. out. I saw your relationship with Jay. I could see that there was some rapport that's there. But as time went mm. and the day and the months went and being on set, bro, what you're saying is what I saw because mm. you're right in that you practiced that thing of respect. And it's not like, it's not a man-to-man thing. It's even with females you were doing that. 100%. It doesn't even matter. It wasn't gender specific. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I mean, like, that's what I respect as mm. well from you. It's mm. like, and I, and I learned that kind of like, etiquette to, to for like a better word in how to do that mm. from you because i mean like i mean i see you as like a, a bigger brother for me it's mm. like i'm like the age difference Blessed. is there but like i've learned a ton load from you because we're in similar spaces so yes. i've like grown in that space but it was in being close and seeing how you work with people yep. that i know that you practice what you preach yep. positivity is what you do mm-hmm. respect is what you do but is that being, respect being what it is for you? Mm. Is that something that you try teach? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, I try and teach. Like, I if I walk onto set and I my camera department that that report to me, um, I will go and I'll speak to every single one of them individually and tell them I appreciate you. Like, I could not be doing my job sure. if you were not here. You know, um, there's no hierarchy. I will go to every single person and greet them <gasps> and just show that respect. Sure. Um, not because I think that I have to, it's because I want to. Yeah. Um, and I've seen it happen. I've seen that it rubs off. Mm. I've seen that after three months or a month on set. You've created those, that culture. Everyone is greeting everyone. Sure. Everyone's taking coffee to someone else. Someone's asking, how are you doing today? Yeah. And it rubs off. Yeah. You know, and... I hope it makes a difference. Yeah, and with I mean, your kids? that's what we do. And the kids are exactly the same. Like one thing we've Michelle and I have always believed from the outset is that if we could just teach our kids good manners, respect comes mm. out of that. Sure. It's a please, it's a thank you. Hundred yeah. percent. If, if your kids can please and thank you, it's the first sign of respect. Sure, bro, like manners are such yeah. 
Man, I, I like I get like grilled, bro, when someone doesn't have good yes. manners. Like proper grilled. Like even yeah. with my kids, yeah. like now it's a thing. Like my my daughters right now, like they're sassy as heck. Like, I don't even know where the heck they get it from. And like my daughter will come to me, it's like, hey, mm. well not hey, I want my blanket. Mm. And I'm like, Well, I'm not gonna get it for you. Like, you know the word to use. Yeah. And she's like, please. <laughs> Rose eyes. <laughs> I'm like, you know, she genuinely just says it in, in that tone. I'm like, they've learned now. Like, okay, I just need to get this out the way, and then I'll get what I need. But yes. I mean, like, either way, it's like understanding that manners yes. are not like mm. don't downplay just saying please and thank yes. you. Like, yes. it matters. And I think like for guys, like, yeah, bro, whoo, this touches me on mm. my studio because like with guys, it's such a thing. We're not. We were taught to just like. Yeah, man, like just do what you need to do, yes. like whatever. And like we try to work around not saying sorry, not saying mm. please, not saying thank you. Oh, sorry is even harder, bro. Like it's hard. Sheepers. It's hard. And I think because like we struggle so much with pride and mm-hmm. egos, that's like that's not dealt with at the root. Yeah. And I think it starts there when mm. in our families, in our homes, like that one-on-one time with mm. your boy or with your daughter where you say, you know, I actually, it makes me happy when you say thank you. Mm. It will dump, like, play it to their level at the, uh, for a two-year-old. Yes. Because F- two-year-olds, sometimes it's like, oh, I'm sad because you shouted at me. Mm. Well, I am sad because you actually didn't say thank you. Yeah. Uh, to their age. Yes. And I mean, at that point is that it starts teaching them, like, with elders, with peers, and mm. all that stuff is like, thank you. Mm. Or I'm sorry, which is another thing. It's like, Man, that culture of just saying I'm sorry. Yeah. Phew. No, that's that's crazy. It, it takes a big man to say sorry. Yeah. And when you're in a space, I mean, have you ever had an argument? Yeah. A, a colleague, something happens, even your wife. Uh. But let's even say man to man. If a man comes to you and says, Khabo, like what I did was wrong, man, <sighs> and I'm sorry. Dude, it, it, it hits something. It hits something, right? It really does. Yes. So it takes a big man to say sorry. So say sorry because that makes you a big man. Do you know what I mean? It well, makes you like, a big person. It's powerful. Like, I mean, like, in at the height of what we're going through at the moment, that is possibly one of the most healing words mm. a man could say mm. right now. Um, there are few guys that I've seen online that will just say on behalf of all the men, mm. we are sorry. Mm. But that that one person that actually did the wrong, <laughs> yeah, to just is not the one. Just go say I'm sorry. Yeah, hundred percent. You don't uh, know what it would do to mm, someone. Like, mm. bro, I and forgiveness is also another thing. Mm. You know, like I, I, sorry, I, I just thought of an example now. Like when. I, I when I was running my agency a few years ago and you know one of the one of the ladies that was working with us she she messed up bro like ended mm. up like we were we were in debt broke mm. um she messed up something that we couldn't really recover from mm. and as we were trying to recover like there was so much tension in where we were yeah. and she apologized and she you know but there was another word that 
just needed to be released and 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 it just really brought a different atmosphere to the company yes at some point i came back to the office and i told her i forgive you mm. Mm. because that's also another thing it's yeah. it's one other thing it's 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 the flip side of the manners it's like after you say i'm sorry the other point of it is i forgive yeah, you yeah. yes it matters it does something 100%. So I just wanted to just yeah no I agree put with that you. one out there man. I mean we all we all have arguments you know and someone's always right and someone's always yeah right. um and it you, you know sit down I'm sorry I did this I shouldn't have done it yeah and you're hoping for the it's okay yes that's what you're hoping yeah for, yeah right? it's okay it's yeah, okay. yeah yeah like uh, like, like my a, my kids I don't know where they learned that thing like. Yeah, I'm sorry for kicking mm. you. It's okay. Mm. But yeah. they don't really mean it. But I mean, like, I'm just glad that they understand, like, acknowledging the yes. apology as well. That's 100%. the flip side of it. I'll tell you a brilliant story. Yeah. And it, it, Michelle and I, it brought Michelle and I to tears. Yeah. Blake was in surgery. We're in Cape Town. And Blake's going into theater. And the anesthetist wants to put the mask on him. Yeah. To, to put him under. And he's, he starts fighting. Uh, yeah. Because he doesn't want to. He's, he's afraid. I no, mean, I know. That I've been. Yeah. I said, you know oh, the feeling, that right? That thing is hard, bro. It's horrible. <laughs> so he pulls his, uh, he's got one of those surgical hats. Yes. And as the doctor comes, he kicks the doctor and he pulls the mo- his hat over his face. Okay. Because he doesn't want to do the, the gas. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and after lots of convincing and telling him that everything's going to be okay, eventually, mm. you know, he goes under and he goes into surgery. Mm. He wakes up. Um, post-surgery and the first thing he says to me is dad i'm so sorry for what i did before i went um, he's six years old seven years old Ooh. and um oh bro i'm fighting back yeah all this so i'm like <laughs> boy it's okay you i mean you were scared you were going you were feeling all these things yeah. it's totally it's understandable to respond that way you're yeah. not an adult you can't deal with it like an adult yeah that's all you know how to do when you feel that way sure but saying that you're sorry that's great yeah. it makes me know that you knew what what you're doing was, yeah. wasn't really appropriate sure and the anesthetist comes in to see him the, the following morning yeah and as this anesthetist walks in blake looks at him and says doctor i need to apologize for what i did yesterday and Michelle and I almost burst wow, into tears. Um, that's what it is, bro. Like, yeah. I, I'm sorry, bro. Like, that's what it is, yeah. bro. Like, that's where it should start, yeah. man. Yeah. It starts there. And then the anesthetist smiles, and his whole demeanor changes. Sure. His mind shift changes. Mm. He's just got sideswiped by a seven-year-old who he wasn't expecting it from. Mm. And he could go to the canteen and tell someone else the story. Come and that on. positive vibe yeah. just spreads. Yeah. You know? It's like the lady who's making coffee starts smiling and she laughs and she sure. enjoys, you know. Yeah, I feel you, man. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was just a blessing. It was just like this little moment that you know, oh, parents, we've done something right, you know? Bro. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm so I'm so glad that we had this chat, bro. Me too. Man. I'm sure it's gonna help someone or some family or dad out there. Thanks again, bro. You're welcome. Thank you. Peace. Life Podcasts presents Son of a Son, a podcast about how being better men can help us raise better kids. Hashtag Son of a Son.